This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. All right, uh, let's take a look at the um, biggest story of the day, which is still the violence that broke out at the Sri Maha Mariaman Temple uh, in Swanjaya. So now to truly understand the nuances involved in the dispute over the relocation of places of worship, I think we really need to understand the historical context of it. So to help us do this, uh, we have joining us on the line Datuk V. Nadarajan, historian and author of Bujang Valley, The Wonder That Was Ancient Kedah. Good morning. Um, now this dispute has come to the forefront, but we understand that this isn't an isolated case. Now could you begin by giving us some historical context as to why there are many cases like this. Morning. There are cases like this because uh, 2,000 years ago, Hindus built temples throughout Southeast Asia. But now this is a modern problem, modern history. That is, that these problems were created after 200 years when Indians were brought here by the British as laborers in the estates, and the British gave them land and money, and they built temples in every estate. Now these estates have been sold to private uh, concerns, and now they are demolishing these temples. You must understand temples are very emotional thing. <laughs> Religion, language, Race are emotional things. We mustn't be emotional in discussing these type of things. We must be very rational. And religion becomes emotional when you touch on it, when people attack it. And in the estates, when they say you demolish a temple, a temple must have been built 200 years ago, 150 years ago. That is the Hindus' belief that there's special power in that temple. And uh, if you go and try to demolish it, then people get worked up. This is the issue. People must understand this. Mm. In, fact, they, in fact, there were issues like this before. I don't know why uh, the politicians, the police have been careless in this instance, like Kambong Jawa. Uh, like Slim River. Everywhere there were temple issues. All ended up like this. So you know the extension. And uh, once the extension, you must take precaution. Enough police force, enough politician visiting there, calming the people and all that. So it needs just somebody to just pack it and the incident will occur. And it becomes uncontrollable because of emotion. You know that there are more Hindus visiting uh, uh, Nagur, Andavar Mosque in Nagapatnam in India. There are more right. Hindus visiting Sanan's church during the Sanan's festival in uh, Bukit Matrajam. Right. So it is... Yeah, uh, Dato, uh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you there. But, you know, given the complexities that you had highlighted there, so not just the historical value, but also the emotional component, and also these places are sources of energies, right? According to some recent comments by you reported in the media, you say that, you know, there isn't this one-size-fits-all solution. So help us understand then what solutions have worked in the past. You know, do you have any success stories when it comes to relocation of these temples? 
examples uh, you know, that we can look back on and it has been positive? Yes, yes. There have been very successful relocation stories uh, in many places. And it all needs the cooperation of the people and the management. Whoever is dealing with this must be very tactful. For example, Mid-Valley. The whole temple is inside the Mid-Valley complex. They just left it, built it nicely, and they built the complex around it. So either you rebuild it, make it beautiful inside the complex, or if you want to shift it, there are some Hindu rituals which you have to perform, and then you can shift it. There is no uh, answer to this. It's up to the people whether they want to do it. But the older the temple, there'll be more emotion. That's all. Well, thank you so much for sharing your insights with us uh, and giving us a bit of a historical context and some nuances to this. That was uh, Dato V. Nadarajan, historian and author of Bujang Valley, The Wonder That Was Ancient Kedah. Now, one of the tragic outcomes of that violence at the temple, Han, has been really uh, highlighted in the media this morning, the plight of that injured firefighter, Muhammad Adib Muhammad Kasim. So um, really, you know, this this young man has was part of the team responding to distress calls about a fire at the temple on uh, early Tuesday morning and uh, what we have what you know what we have now is an account of what happened apparently he was in the um, van of the emergency medical services that mm. went to the area and uh, you know that van was attacked and he was dragged out of the passenger seat and therefore injured right and his uh, teammates didn't even realize that he had been dragged out because they were just so busy trying to flee what well, they were occupied uh, you know, just trying to flee the scene here so as it stands, we understand that uh, Muhammad Adib is currently in the ICU at the National Heart Institute. He was moved there last night for further treatment. According to reports, he suffers from multiple broken ribs, uh, also bruises on his chest and abdomen. Now, there had been some misinformation that Muhammad Adib had passed away. Uh, you know, This was due to some uh, comments on social media, some posts on social media. Uh, that is inaccurate. The Slango Bomba, uh, the, the fire department, has refuted this on Twitter. Yes, yeah, so it is not true. Please do not forward those WhatsApp messages around. Um, of course, I think this is... Um, also, we should highlight the fact that the Prime Minister had also issued a statement. So this is PMO's office. Uh, PMO uh, stressing that the perpetrators would be brought to justice. The uh, Prime Minister, Dr Mahathir, emphasised that the protests over the temple had nothing to do with race and religion, but in fact was a criminal matter. I don't think we can say that enough on this show. It has mm. nothing to do with race or religion, but a criminal matter. So uh, the Prime Minister calling once again for the public to refrain from spreading rumours and irresponsible messages. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.